0: Hello, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of Ocean State Sidelines. Will Gagan here, Sports Editor at The Independent, joined by uh, Brendan McGare, who comes to us live from Logan Airport in Boston.
1: A uh, little bit of vacation, well, for the uh, listeners out there. Heading off to Tampa for a few days, but we wanted to check in to talk about the upcoming uh, football slate, about the playoffs, and some great games we saw this past week.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The dedication, by the way, of Brendan to do this podcast from from Logan speaks to how much he loves you all as listeners and, and wants yeah. to get this out there. It's, it's all about the
1: appreciation to everyone
0: <laughs> who uh, tunes in every week. So uh, we
1: appreciate you. And, uh, you know, I guess, uh, Will, we, you know, we could jump ahead maybe to some Saturday big games. But, it, you know, it's once again, it's a busy Friday slate as well.
0: Yeah, it's uh, you know, as usual, I'll I'll be at North Kingstown, North Kingstown Shea, Skipper's trying to keep it rolling, and then uh, I, yeah, some other good games Friday, and then a couple of big ones Saturday. South Kingstown Hendrickson really jumps off the page too. So we will we will see what yeah. happens.
1: I mean, the uh, Hendrickson coming off a, uh, you know, maybe the one of the best games of the year, uh, a last second win against Central. They were down eight to seven with about a. Making a uh, buck change left and Damon Ledge circle the wagons. The Hendrickson quarterback leads him down the field, game-winning touchdown. And you know this, this was a Hendrickson team that uh, had a COVID issue, didn't start practicing until Saturday. And here it is; they got to get ready for another big game against South Kingstown, who I saw last week against Monson. You know, stage another road win in uh, the Blackstone Valley portion of the state. That uh, you know, it's um, that should be the. I think that could be the marquee game of the weekend. Well.
0: Yeah, like you said, that Hendricken Central game sounded like just an unbelievable game. Uh, you know, it hasn't happened very often that someone has been that close to Hendricken over the, the last few years. Um, NK has obviously given them some games and, and LaSalle, but for Central to do that, super impressive from them. And then we'll see. Like you said, South Kingstown just picked up another win. They, uh, you know, they are going to win defensive battles, low-scoring games. They're not going to put up a ton of points, but they found ways to win those games. They're now three and one in league play, um, and you know they're only lost coming to Portsmouth, who, who's who's been a really good team. So South Kingstown, you know they they could find their way into that state championship bracket, uh, and then if they if they were to spring an upset over Hendrickson, you're talking about being the the top seed in in that bracket. So just a uh, really impressive stuff from the Rebels, and I know. Uh, One of the most impressive players, Uh, Brendan, you saw him deliver a highlight reel play on Saturday, uh, Ryan Hazard.
1: Oh, unbelievable play. Well, just uh, North Kingstown was going to go in leading at the half, and you're thinking, are they going to stretch their lead or not? Simple screenplay to Ryan Hazard, and it looked like he basically ran over Tariq Robinson O'Hagan, which was kind of ironic since they're both uh, good friends from the uh, weight uh, competition, both the shot put, the uh, weight throw, and other events along those lines and next thing you know he's shedding tackles left and right all i kept thinking was like the old days of chris berman going boom 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 as he's going to the end zone and next thing you know he's in he's in for six points and it's just that it was just an incredible play you had to be there to see it i know some people have captured it on video it was it was a totally if you think that ryan hazard is just a slow plotter you are sadly mistaken
0: yeah, the, this guy is you know two hundred maybe two two sixty two seventy, and he is faster than most people on the field. Like he he's outrunning defensive backs. He's very light on his feet. He's nimble. He's done this a bunch of times. He's had these long touchdown runs. I mean, it, it, it's incredible. He was he was playing guard at the start of the season because it, you know he's big and they they needed him on, at guard, but they they really felt like they needed to get the ball in his hands, um, so they found. They sort of developed another lineman um, to take that spot, switched his number, moved him to the backfield, and, and the rest is history. He's having a great year.
1: And I think, too, somebody like Ryan Hazard, you don't want to tackle him late in the fourth game, before, late in the fourth quarter, Will, mm-hmm. because he's just so massive. And that's when the defense is getting tired and everything. And yeah. he basically iced the game against Woonsocket, getting a, a, keep, a couple first downs late in that contest. and It just speaks to that, you know, He's just a load to bring down in in the fourth quarter when you're tired. The defense has been on the field for a long time. It's just like, man, alive, do we really have to go get this guy? Yeah, I I I wouldn't want to tackle him at any
0: time. It's unbelievable. Uh, And the other game from last week that really jumped out, um, North Kingstown-Portsmouth, incredible game on the newly newly named Dick Foss Memorial Field, the Skippers. Uh, and Patriots just really put on a show, answering back and forth, touchdowns. You know, I think they, they both scored on every drive in the second half, and, and the Skippers won it on the last second field goal. Really terrific game and a great win for them. Um, you know, they're suddenly now 5-0 and in league play and, and really, really headed, headed strong towards the state championship bracket berth. Um, so, so they've been great, and they get Shea this weekend, like we mentioned on Friday.
1: No, another key game that kind of jumps out to me uh, Friday night, six o'clock, uh, Mount Pleasant versus St. Ray's. You know, St. Ray's hasn't had too many challenges this season, but Mount Pleasant—it um, was only two years ago they were in the Super Bowl for D two. You know, they're still kind of alive for a subdivision regular season title. If uh, you know they, you know, Mount Pleasant has come off a big win against Barrytown this year. We'll see what. Uh, the Fighting Addison's do against uh, Moses Mios and, and company.
0: Yeah, you know, that that sort of profiles is, is maybe one of the
1: bigger tests
0: for St. Ray's. Um, just with, both in terms of how good Mount Pleasant has been, but also the way those teams kind of match up, where, where Mount Pleasant um, has the athletes to, to compete with St. Ray's. So that'll be a, a good one, I think, on uh, on Friday night. That's at the McCoy annex. I
1: bet you should say that that was a Division Two crossover. Uh, St. Ray's is in the Division Two B side and Mount Pleasant is a Division Two A side. It's uh, sometimes you got to uh, make sure of those whether it's a crossover or an actual subdivision game.
0: (laughs) I can't keep track of any of that anymore. I've lost the ability to do that. (laughs) But it all counts. It all counts.
1: It all counts at the end of the day. But um, another key game that I think will on Saturday, Pilgrim at Johnston. Uh, You know, it's uh, two teams that uh, like to put up points, and uh, we'll see what uh, how, how if the scoreboard is still standing after that one.
0: Yeah. That could be a, a a game that sort of determines home field um you know in in a potential semi-final game for those teams. They're they're both they'll both kind of be in there running for that 2-3 spot. Although Cherokee will be there as well. But I know Pilgrim will be looking for a for a home game there. Um and then one one we missed on Friday, Barrington Westerly. Big time battle um in Division 2 a, well, no, that's another crossover because Barrington leads that's another, Division Two A. Another crossover game, yeah. yes. Westerly is is three and two in Division Two B. But either way, both both two of the best teams um, in the in D two, both uh, Super Bowl contenders there. So that'll be a good one. That one's at Westerly Friday night.
1: And uh, another key Division Two game. Speaking of which, uh, Saturday is Coventry at Glasgow. Uh, um, you know, we talked about the Oakers. they moved up from. D3, where they won the Super Bowl a year ago, to D2, and taking on Pat Ogreby, one of the top players in the state, and Marquise Buchanan from the Purple.
0: Yeah, you know, Classical has all that talent, and, and they've had a few ups and downs, but had a big win last week. Um, so they, they've been really playing well. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that'll be a big game. A lot of, a lot of good teams in D2. They're going to be battling it out and, and trying to get into the playoffs and trying to make a run. Um, like like we talked about on Saturday, I'll be at that South Kingstown game. That's their homecoming game and against Hendrickson. Whatever happened to scheduling an easy game on homecoming? I guess they don't do that in high school anymore. But, uh, yeah, so that'll be interesting. Uh, probably swing by Narragansett as well afterwards.
1: They've got a 1 o'clock game uh, against Tolgate. Uh,
0: Mariners will see if they can keep rolling uh, after the, another, another week of scoring 55 points. They've scored 55 points two weeks in a row. Um. So they uh they're really really hitting on all cylinders right now. Oh, well, they certainly are. But um,
1: you know maybe uh, we we touched upon a little bit. Well, the uh you know the uh, football coaches association held up with the interscholastic league recently to make some additions to the uh, playoffs. Um, we talked about the state championship bracket. There's no real change in that regard, but in the Division One bracket, which is all the other teams that don't qualify for that uh, Super Bowl. You know, championship bracket, which are the top two seeds in each subdivision. Everyone's going to the playoffs now, so it's. I guess there's a little bit pressure now off those teams, but at the same time, you kind of play. You're playing for seeding.
0: Right. Yeah. You know. You still. You still rather not have a road game. You'd like to get into a good position. And I mean, the way things have gone with these postponements or cancellations, um, it, it does make sense to sort of open up the field a little bit, similar to what we saw in some sports last year um, when, when there was all, all the craziness. Um, so it, it gives some opportunities to teams that might have otherwise been uh, negatively impacted by having, like, a week off here and there.
1: And the Division Two bracket, the old format, was that the top three seeds in each subdivision would qualify, the top seed would get a bye, now the top four seats in each subdivision qualify at no buys. So uh, whoever is that four seed on one side, they might good luck because you might be getting St. Rays as your first uh, playoff yeah. game.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, it, is, it does make this like a longer march. We were talking about sort of shorter playoffs, but it's going to be a little bit of a longer ride for some of these teams, even the even the top teams. So that'll be interesting to watch.
1: And the Division three bracket, you know, it um the top six teams of the eight were going to qualify for the playoffs. Now all eight will be in. So tomorrow night, kind of an important game to maybe kind of stay away from that uh, Narragansett side of things. North Smithfield, Mount Saint mm-hmm. Charles, they're at Central Falls. Right. So that's kind of like one of those games you want to avoid. Maybe taking on Narragansett in that uh, first round of playoffs.
0: Yeah, yeah. No one, no one's going to want to come down to the pier for that. Um, and then Division Four, the uh, the current format was the top four.
1: Would make it, but now the top six will take uh, will be qualified for the playoffs. I mean, you know, basically, I think that's Pontiac's lead to lose. We, we've said that pretty much since the opening week. Uh, but like, kind of like Narragansett, they've been putting on fifty points like nobody's business. Yeah. But um, but even division, you know, one thing that is different, well, about all this is that originally all the Super Bowls were going to be contested before Thanksgiving, and the, the division four Super Bowl and the division one. Super Bowl. They'll be taking place on December fourth. Both those games. So, yeah. I guess those teams that are fortunate enough to still be playing, they'll have to wrestle with the old Thanksgiving conundrum about "What yeah. do we do with our starters?" Mm,
0: yeah, that was always such a big thing. I liked getting it out of the way before Thanksgiving. Now we'll see. Yeah, North, You could see definitely see North Kingstown and South Kingstown being impacted by that. How about how about that? They both end up in the in the D one Super Bowl. And, and they're supposed to play on Thanksgiving. What happens then? We'll see. You
1: know, it's very interesting, but it kind of speaks to maybe what we were saying about playing, um, you know, being that lower seed in the other subdivision, don't want to take on St. Ray's. Moses Brown could be that number four seed in the Division Two subdivision taking on St. Ray's. You know, they are already play each other on Thanksgiving, so there's the potential that they could play each other twice in the three-week span.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's going to be weird. We'll see how it all shakes out, but... Definitely, some potential for some uh, some interesting, interesting matchups down the stretch there.
1: Yeah, you know, the good news is we still got two weekends left. I think in Division One, Division Two, I think Division Four still keeps going. Okay, a little bit because uh, they uh, they because uh, obviously they have more teams.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: But uh, right. but um, you know, the good news is uh, you know you know I, I think knock on wood right now we haven't heard any. know, rescheduling games because of COVID right now, you know, we should note that the uh, Central versus East Greenwich game, that was supposed to take place on Friday, that was moved to the following Monday, you know, no doubt because uh, Central needed a couple extra days, understandable, after coming off a a tough game against Hendrick and a couple extra
0: days to recover. Yeah, and it looks like East, as a result of that, for the season finale, East Greenwich and SK, that that has also been moved back uh, two days, so that uh, that I guess that's a Monday game. Is that a Monday game as well? I uh-huh. we'll uh, I'm not sure, but Nobody um that's a ways off.
1: I think the league is trying to like do everything in their power to at this point to yeah. try to make sure we get all the games that we've had enough postponements already right. that have kind of impacted seating. And at this point, it's kind of like you know if you can play the game somehow and that impacts your game the following week, pushing it back a few days. You know, so be it.
0: Yeah, yeah, making it work.
1: But um, I think that should do it for this week. Well,
0: yeah, I think that I think that's good. We'll let you uh, we'll let you catch your flight, Brendan.
1: Yeah, that's uh, you know, we're recording this on uh, Thursday afternoon. We're on ten of three right now. Uh, we got a three three thirty flight to Tampa. Well,
0: all right, safe travels.
1: Safe travels, and thanks for uh, thanks for everyone for listening.
0: We'll see you next week.